wear the booty bellow with hella the hoes. Try and think what I'ma tell them when they get alone. I'm a glutton for women I shouldn't yearn for. Shouldn't be tempted, but baby, I like to hurt or Maybe cause I was searching, I found me the perfect person. But me and her didn't work out, she buried what you work for. And I carry the bitterness of a cola nut. Now, Jerry and shit, my parents never showed much. Womanizer probably could have been a feminist cause I respect them, but Lord, I got polygamy problems. The hoodie come from Bonnie's, spend the money, disturb you. Are you ready? Are you ready to go? Why are you quiet? <laughs> you don't like my shades? <laughs> it's 9.45 p.m. <laughs> the lights are hurting my eyes. Mm. So, so celebrities <laughs> can do it, but I can't? No. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Why? Because it's fucking weird. How is it weird? Do it are weird. How are they weird? Because your favorite celebrities do it. Who? I don't know exactly. But they did. Why are you trying to justify your own actions? Because because I am. Um, that's why. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Real Talk Sis podcast. <laughs> welcome. This is Chanel, and I'm JoJo, and and we're at the Real Talk Sis podcast. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <gasps> Oh no! <laughs> we both said yeah. You whoa, <laughs> jinx. Anyways, um, um yeah, yeah, like we how the are hostesses you? with the most, the most this is to say is yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, living my best life. You know, during COVID. You know, uh-huh. as much as I can. You know, and. I'm picking peppercorns out of my teeth. <laughs> no. Over that I way. Which way? No, that way. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get it? Yep. Okay. Gross. <laughs> anyway. So, welcome. Do you think they heard that? I don't know. But welcome to our episode. And um, for the for like this whole month, obviously. Oh! Wait. Happy... Happy Black History Month! Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I thought you were going to say, like, what we were going to do first. No. I just wanted to look like, this whole month is special. Yeah, man! Happy Black History Month. Although, it shouldn't be just one month. No. It should be every day. We'll get into that. Yes. I have a lot to say. It should be an everyday thing. But. There's so much to it. So, in honor of Black History Month... Mm -hmm. We've decided that in every um, episode of this month, every week, we're going to have segments where we highlight a black, um, a a historic black person or a black, local black companies. Yeah. Or entrepreneurs or creatives Mm -hmm. or anybody that we know that is a creative, an entrepreneur, whatever, whatever. They don't have to be famous yet. They will be. (laughs) <laughs> so, with that being said, if you guys, we have a small list, not a small list, we have a list. Yeah. If you guys have any ideas of any companies, small businesses, entrepreneurs, or creatives that you want to have a little shout out, hit us up in the DMs. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do or what they do if you're not that person you're telling, whatever. And like... Yeah, let's fucking get to work. Yep. Um, so, Black History Month, um, to me, let's talk about the importance of it mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. So, <clears throat> today we're going to talk about, if you guys <laughs> didn't tell, <laughs> couldn't tell, we're going to talk about the importance of Black History and, you know, Black History Month mm-hmm. in general, how how, um, how history has changed. Right. How black history has been converted, not converted, what's the word I'm looking at? Perverted and changed into uh, not the truth. Mm. And we just want to not only speak on the hardships and the trauma that black people have endured, but we also yeah. want to highlight their successes and support others. So yeah, of course. That's what we're going to talk about today. So to start, let's just talk about, off the top of your head, 
in school, what did you learn about in Black History Month, if you could remember? Like, I know school's far for both of us, but like... <laughs> That's a very long time ago. Honestly, I don't remember much. I just remember, like... I remember learning about, like, the, um, just the most, like, the most famous or, like, the historic. most historic... Um, black political... Black, yes, exactly. Activists. Exactly. That's all they really told us about. Um, and I had mentioned this to you the other day. Like, I don't remember much of, like, even Canadian history, not let alone, like, Canadian black history or just black history, right? Like, I've never... Mm-hmm. I can't recall... For most of it, I feel like we learned a lot of American history and, like, British history. Yeah, I agree. But, um... I mean, British history makes sense because we were colonized by Britain. And, like, I used to love history. So, like, when I was in elementary school and high school, I actually took history courses in high school. Like, I loved history. Yeah. So, when... And this is why I get so upset when it comes to, like, actually getting people's stories out and their histories, right? Because... In these textbooks, you don't hear the hard truths and the trauma and the the length of... I mean, I guess in high school, it's a little bit much to go in depth into what they did to slaves. Right. Because it's I don't think it's a up. little bit. I don't think it's a little much. I feel like that should have been taught. It should have. We should have been exposed to it and not babied. No, for sure. I agree. I agree. I mean, I mean, like, the st- how I learned it was very gory. And, like, I, I, I found out about all these details, right? That is, it's fucked up. And everyone should know about it because you should know what the fuck has happened to a generation. Like in history, yeah. Of, of people. Like, and when I think of black history and when I think of First Nations history, mm-hmm. there's a lot that has there's a lot of similarities mm-hmm. to start obviously colonizers but obviously black people were brought in as slaves and first nations people were taken advantage advantage of and mm-hmm. basically a cultural genocide right so two very different like different traumas but very much traumatic and dangerous tra- like not dangerous what's the word i'm trying to say um, damaging. Damaging, yes. Damaging fucking shit. Like, this is not a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, in school, you learn about, oh, for example, the First Nations people, oh, they had they made teepees, and they were friends with the first, uh, the settlement, settlers, settlers yeah. and, and they traded animal skins for guns and whatever shit. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and <laughs> black history... You learn about Martin Luther King, and you learn about um, Harriet Tubman, and all yeah. those Rosa Parks, and yeah. all of that. But you don't hear about anybody else. All the in black inventors. Yeah. You don't hear about them in history. No. Um, you don't hear about them in science, because mm-hmm. even in science, there's a lot of black historic like inventors and scientists, and like they're not mentioned. No, they're not. I hit university. And I had a First Nations class, and I had um, another class. It was, um, I forget the name of it, but it was about at-risk, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Minority groups. It was about minority groups. And Is that the word you're looking for? That's, like, kind of the word I'm looking okay, for. Okay, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck, fuck me. Hold on. So, actually, it was called Race and Gender. And that was in my fourth year. Okay. My first year was the First Nations course. What a wake-up call. Because I, obviously, I knew that there was more to what I've learned, right, in school. Right. I did my own research online. I'm not dumb. I can read. I can Google stuff, right? Your own research, yeah. So you find out small things, small things, small things. Then you go into this, like, class where it's dedicated to First Nations history and what they went through and everything, residential schools, the cultural genocide, the the 60s scoop, like, it's fucked up. Yeah. And it opens your eyes, and that actually kind of became, like, a passion, like, of of mine. See, for me, like, I learned this from you because I never took, like, 
in my no, college and university. No, because different like, courses. Yeah, different courses. So I never took this. So when, even when you had them and you were, like, telling me about this stuff, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is nuts. Like, And you don't learn about this no, shit. No, this is stuff I've never learned or even heard of. You don't fucking learn about this mm-hmm. at all. And I think, what the fuck? In high school, at least in high school, you should be learning about residential schools. Yes. You should be learning about what really fucking happened with black people and the white colonizers. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be fucking knowing really what happened. Yeah. Not the I fucking agree. sugar-coated baby. Oh, the the white version of it. To make them look, look not as bad. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. And fuck that. Well, I feel like a lot of that history, too, has been written by white people. It has. Yeah. So it's like It's not even, a feeling. It has. Okay. You're I right. I wasn't 100% sure about that. No, you're a hap- but, absolutely right. But it's, it's like, those should all be burned. They shouldn't be taught in schools. No. And, because... And, and the black history should be rewritten the way it should be. Like, the truth. The by truth black about it. By black sisters or... Ancestors black or authors or authors. people who have experienced... Like, just... Who have research in it. Yeah. Like, I completely agree. Like, this is where I was kind of going with it. I was like, history in schools has been whitewashed. Yeah. They only tell you about the basics of black history. Mm -hmm. And they only tell you about the basics of First Nations. And they don't tell you the harsh and evil truth that it is. No, they don't. Especially within Canada. Because I find that a lot of people think, oh, like, well, not Canada's anymore. Canada's not like that. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not racist. No, you can shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because I know plenty of black individuals who live in Canada their whole lives and they've experienced the same shit that American, black Americans have yeah, experienced. me too. My Get boy- out of here. My partner, my boyfriend is one of those people. Who's experienced a fucking racist brutality. encounter. Brutality. Yeah. All of that. That shit happens here, bro. Wake up your eyes. I mean, it's been a, it's been a, wor- like... I, that didn't make sense. <laughs> it's okay. What did I... Well, open your eyes. <laughs> open your... Wake up your eyes. <laughs> Bro, open your eyes. Like, it's not... It's nothing like... This shouldn't be new to you. You know no. what I mean? But I don't want to go on a rant. But, like, what I was trying to say is... You're passionate about this. I understand. History class in elementary school and high school, it needs to be done properly. Yeah. Black History Month should be incorporated in every history textbook not just <clears throat> once a month they talk about it. like once a year they talk about it yeah no i agree no like the, there's one, uh, yeah, there's so one much that's happened how can you cover that all in, in one month out of the year mm-hmm. and and don't get me wrong i think it is important to highlight black history month to highlight black history in general it's important yes. to keep you know as much as I think that it should be every day, you learn about, like, in history class, you also learn about black truth and black histories and black stories, along with First Nations and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is important to have, to highlight black history. Because it's the same thing as saying, if you say, oh, I don't see color. It's the same thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a part of them. That's a part of the problem it's also. A part of, yeah. It's a part of the problem. Exactly. But being black is a part of who they are. Right. You can't take it away and be like, oh, I don't see color. You're just, we're all <sighs> the same. No, That's bitch. That's the stupidest fucking thing ever. No. You're not. You're mm-hmm. not the same. That's the thing. You're not the fucking same. Yeah, mm-hmm. you bleed the same color, but you're not the fucking same. You didn't experience the same shit than a black person did. No. And there isn't even a way for, for many people to relate unless they are a person of color or unless they have been in a situation like that where they've had... Where they've witnessed it. Yeah, or experienced it firsthand, you know? like I mean, how do you experience it if you're white? You don't. Exactly. Which is why I'm saying, like, they should you, have nothing to say. You cannot compare. You cannot... I know people... Empathize... A thousand percent. Yeah, I know what you mean. And because I think you, people try to be like, oh, I understand. No, no, and, I, and I've and i said this before. Like, yeah, I understand it. I'm sorry. I understand that this is a fucked up thing that's yes. happened to you. And I'm so of, sorry this has happened. And, you know. Yeah, and that's never, would, that would never be me. And I would never think those things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, no, you, you don't understand. No. There's, there's depths and levels to this shit. Yep. Just like First Nations... People have intergenerational trauma. So do black people. Yep. And of course they do. And I, I think I've spoken I feel like about it's this almost before. Worse. I mean, you can't compare. No. They're both terrible. But 
intergenerational trauma like in canada first nations people and black people are all they're like they're treated almost the same mm-hmm. in certain and parts of canada people in that have either founded or that have built created a fucking done so much for exactly. the country exactly um like um back to what i was saying sorry i forgot <clears throat> it's okay no it's true what you said though and and then i was thinking of something and da, 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 da. oh here it is a lot of people have this idea about canada mm-hmm. that it's great because you know back in slavery times mm-hmm. the slaves would escape here they would you know harriet tubman rosa parks all that stuff like the tunnels and all the train yeah that was great it was but before that canada had slavery right before they they became the safe haven they were the same place i know i know it's so, like kind of scary it's like it's like come on no one is no, no, like I have no words. Like, like I just have no words. <laughs> anyway, history is an important thing. Um, history is important, especially for people who experience, you know, this this thing trauma right. like this, mm-hmm. like intergenerational trauma like this. They don't know who. There's a lot of Americans in. There's a lot of Americans. I was going to say Americans in America. (laughs) Bro, I need help. There's a lot of Americans who don't even know their actual ancestry. Mm -hmm. They don't know know what part of... There's a big percentage, actually. The Caribbean or Jamaica or Africa or wherever the hell they're from. They don't know where they're from. Mm -hmm. Because... Or where their ancestors were from. Excuse me. They don't know where where their actual, like, bloodline... Some of them. Bloodline starts from because it's been so fucking diluted and, like fucked up the history has been taken away from them yeah and then twisted and fucking their history has been taken away from in them There's so people many ways who don't, like i can't and in canada now it's safe to say if you were to ask someone oh what's your ethnicity almost everyone knows where their parents are from where their grandparents were from where their great-grandparents were from it's safe to say that now yes right mm-hmm bro in America, you still, it's not that safe to say that. Like, no. a lot of people still don't know what their great-grandparents were, where they were born, or... Not even that. Their great-great... Their grandparents were probably born in America because they were brought over by generations, right? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. The, how deep this goes, it's actually fucking insane. And it gets even deeper and deeper, literally. The, when you dive into it, you can go, like, layer upon layer upon layer. There's so much... I know. ...to it. I know. There's... There's so much to it. And I don't want to focus this episode on, like, the the negatives of, like, what happened to black people Mm -hmm. in the past and, like, what continues to happen to them. But I think it's important to, like, it's important to talk about. Yes. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, bro. It's it's upsetting how often we have to continuously, like... Like, remind society. (laughs) Or, like, yeah, the world. Yes. I know. But, In other news, though, yeah, side, note, but, yeah. side note, side uh-huh. note, did you did you hear that the Proud Boys are now labeled a terrorist group alongside Al Qaeda and fucking who's okay? But this is gonna sound really weird. Proud Boys, you don't know what they are. No, they're a white supremacist group in America. Are they the ones Trump that, supporters? Are they the ones that went into the White House? Probably. A mix of Proud Boys. Okay, yeah, I just don't know what they are, sorry. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, those fuckers, those fucking terrorists, are now actually being called terrorists. I know. And four other groups, I don't remember what um, they're called, but in Canada, they're now labeled as a terrorist group. So if someone associates themselves with Proud Boys or whatever, whatever, they get treated the same way Middle Easterns did when you said anything fucking close to Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Like, and it's about fucking time. It really is. It really is because those people, like, nah. They really, they're fucking terrorists. Like, that's terrorism. Like, they are terrorists. Not okay at all. I agree. 100%. And I, it's, it's funny to me when I see the shock that they, that they, um, 
that they show when they're like being charged with all this shit. And it's like, like come on, how, dude. How can you not realize? Like, just because you're white, you think like, you're gonna get away with it? That's what happens like, when I'm so people confused. People are fucking privileged. So confused. And they abuse that privilege. Yep. They That's what happens. They're like, oh, you're really gonna charge me for terrorism and murder? Yeah, you fucking dumb fuck. Yeah. You killed somebody and you bombed a fucking building. Yeah. You're a terrorist. <laughs> Go rot in jail with the rest. Yeah. Even though I don't support jail. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. So many but, things. But yes. Okay, so let's move on to a lighter part of this topic. Because like she said, we're not trying to highlight like the negativity. Only. Only. Obviously, it's important to speak of. Um, but yeah, I want to speak Yeah, about that it. needs to be acknowledged all the time. Yeah. It's not something that you can just sweep under the rug. No. They um, tried that. They tried that and look at what's happening. And I'm so happy that what's happening is happening. Because it's yeah. about fucking time. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, it's like upsetting that it took this long and of like course. what has happened just and what even, continues to even happen because like, even reading on the things that like some important people in black history had to go through is like they should all have all of them went through yeah, fucking hell bro but it's like just some some are like just so torturous and like evil and it's and it's like how how did this not get put into the light so long ago, you know? You know because of white fucking supremacists. I know, and they just hide everything too, yeah, right? They're, they're in power. They're mm-hmm. not anymore. They try like slowly it's it's we're getting them yeah, out of there. It's coming, you know what I mean? It's coming apart slowly, yes. But I think obviously it will still take time because this shit like I don't know why it's taking so long, but what can you do? Like you know what you can do? You can continue to fucking talk about it, yep. petition it, fucking do everything, protest it, anything All and everything you can do. Exactly. Support. All of it. Because um, that in itself is is amazing. And we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Right? Yeah. Um, at least to bring, to keep bringing this to light, to keep justice, you know, up Like there. even the Black Panther Party. Like, you didn't learn about that. No. We didn't learn about Black Panther Party. No, we didn't. Not at all. And they did so much in America. <laughs> they they really, like, I don't want to get into their history of it because there's a lot. Right. But just to give a quick little what they were. Background, I guess, for people who don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They're originally the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense was mm-hmm. a black power political organization founded by college students Bobby Seale and Huey P. Newton in 1966, California, Oakland. The party was active in the U.S. from 1966 to 1982 mm-hmm. and, and in numerous major cities, so like New York, L.A., um, California, obviously, um, and where else was it? Philadelphia. And then they core practice was it's open carry armed citizens patrols, which is called which they called cop watching. And that was that was they were doing that to monitor the behavior of officers of Oakland Police Department and to challenge the police brutality that continuously happened in their cities. Right. Right. And then as the time gone on, went through, went on, went on. Yeah. What the fuck am I saying? (laughs) Honestly, I don't have the words. As time went on, they became more focused on community social programs. Mm -hmm. One being, for example, the free breakfast for children programs to address food injustices. That was the beginning of their programs. And and it continued to go on. They they did community health clinics for education, treatment of diseases, including sickle cell and anemia, tuberculosis, and fucking HIV and AIDS, obviously, because we know what happened with the yeah. black community and HIV yeah. and AIDS mm-hmm. and fucking crack and needles, all of that stuff. And if you don't know, the government gave crack and needles. Dirty needles. And HIV and AIDS Dirty to needles. black, impoverished black communities yeah. who didn't have the proper resources or infrastructure. Yes. Um, okay, fast forward a bit. Um, what was I saying? Biden. 
Oh, that was off mic. But yeah. That was off mic, yeah. I went into uh, how... Biden and Kamala Harris. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold oh. on. There's a, a piece missing that is important. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'll just continue with some a little back history about Black Panther Party. Right. Um, okay. So, if you didn't know, the FBI basically murdered all of their, like, their, what's it called? Uh, Higher-ups. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> literally planned it and killed them all. Ambushed them all. The Pan- Black Panther. Uh, almost all of them. I don't know if all of them have passed, but... Um, the, oh, so the director of FBI at the time, his name was J. Edgar Hoover, described the party as the greatest threat to internal security of the country. Oh my God. He developed and supervised an extensive counterintelligence program called COINTELPRO of surveillance, infiltration, perjury, Perjury, yeah. police harassment, and many other ta- tactics designed to undermine Panther leadership, incriminate, assassinate party members, mm-hmm. discredit, and criminalize the party. Jesus. They also wanted to drain the organization of resources and manpower. Of course they right? did. Right? Because that's what they do. They yeah. take away... Their leader. ability to... They take away their leaders. Right. The people that motivate them. Yep. Um... As the party grew, killings and arrests of Panthers increased. Of course. And it's now almost, you don't hear about it anymore. We barely even learned about this in school. No, I didn't. Um, I learned about this out of school. Yeah. Like, it's insane. insane. <laughs> it's insane. I learned about it out of school, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, they reached their membership reached a peak in 1970 with offices in 68 cities and thousands of members but it began to decline over the following decade after its leaders and members were vilified by the mainstream press which is something we've continuously see that that press does to black men Mm -hmm. black uh, artists black fucking what's the word I'm looking for black athletes black political uh, figures literally everyone that has some sort of, you know, what's the word, following on press. Yep. They vilify them. They, yeah. they, oh, all these bad things. Look what they did. Look what they said. <sighs> Fuckers. I know. Um, they were vilified by mainstream press. Public support for the party waned, and the group became more isolated. Infighting started to happen more. Yeah. And that's when the FBI fucking infiltrated them and fucked everything up. Oh, because they were such a big threat. Yeah. Popular support of the party declined further after reports of the group's alleged criminal activities, such as drug dealing and extortion of Oakland merchants. Mm. Yeah. You planted all that shit. Let's get real. <laughs> I was literally just Let's about to say about everything that was planted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeez. And all they wanted to do was protect their own. Their own, exactly. To empower their own to have freedom to enjoy life just like every other fucking person does that's not black right like what the fuck anyway um i don't know how but we got into how joe biden and kamala also was responsible and kamala harris were responsible obviously for the crime bill that passed in 1994 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it, it was the tough on crime law on crime bill that passed that uh, was one of the key contributors to mass inca- incarceration in the 90s. Yep. It led to more prison sentences, um, more aggressive policing, more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? More private prisons, which means a lot more shit goes down uh, in private Without prisons. anyone knowing. They they don't get treat they get treated like worse than animals. Yeah, people in those private prisons back in the day like Ugh. that was fucked up. Um, this actually makes me sick to my stomach. I know it's it's just really fucked up to hear about, and that's the thing. Like though, like we need to mm-hmm. we need to learn about these things. I know because there's a lot there's grown ass people out here who don't even know about 
the crime bills that have been passed that mm-hmm. led to mass incarceration. They don't know about the history of black political parties. They don't know about anything like that because it's not taught. No, it's not taught. Like, where is it taught? And this is what I mean, what I meant too earlier when I had said, like, all of these history books about black history, everything. Well, black history should be incorporated in history, period. But, like, they need to be rewritten by actual, like, black Black people. voices. Black voices, not white yeah. people. Black yeah. voices need to be heard over mm-hmm. and over and over again, I'm going to say it. They need to be heard. Like, it's just... It's the and it's also the importance of listening to them. Yep. You have to listen to their their stories, amplify their voices, and even like as an everyday fucking person doing your part to make your black friends if you have any, if you don't, I mean, what the fuck? How do you not have any it's friends hard, that are yeah. multicultural <laughs> in general? But mm-hmm. like that I'm saying, like you have to do your part to make them feel respected and safe when they're talking with you and like amplify their voices if they want to speak let them speak if they don't want to speak then respect that too don't ask right. them to don't speak don't force it either yeah, yeah that's another thing that I like. don't ask your black friend hey like did you ever experience like racism especially if they're not the type of person that wants to share that type of shit with you right like know, know, your, know your audience come on bro <laughs> know your audience <laughs> but yeah, like, it, it's, it comes down to just being fucking human mm-hmm. and understanding that and not forgetting that this person who is black may have or has experienced something traumatic, mm-hmm. yeah. a racist encounter or something traumatic happened to their a family member or friend or f- someone. At one point in their life, yeah. One and point, many points. Like, it's just, it's just like you need to be able to recognize that's a part of their history. That's yeah. part of who they are. Yeah. But also be there for them to hear them, support, listen to them. Just support. And if they don't want to, you know, talk about it, you can, so like, do other things to support them in other ways, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Stress. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. I feel like when I get into these, like, conversations, I, I, I get very, like... Passionate. Passionate and, 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 like, just genuinely, like, upset because it's, like... It's just... It mind boggles me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because we grew up in such an area that was so multicultural. Obviously, we saw racist things happen or racist comments. We've heard them before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say no. I was in elementary school my whole life and never heard no. the N-word be said by somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm not going to say that I've never seen it happen. I've, I've seen it happen since I was in elementary school. Me like, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's what helped. Because I've lived in such a multicultural area, area I, yeah. I understand, like... Me too. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have an understanding of, like, how to maneuver. Right. Right? I have knowledge, what's bad, what's not. Like, I mean... I mean, It's common sense. It's common sense, yeah. but, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into this, like, little segment that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, um... We're going to pick a person every episode. Person or company or, like, Well, we are going to highlight certain companies. And we'll highlight them, like, again. So that you guys don't forget <laughs> what they me. are. And they'll also be, like, probably tagged or um, or added into our um, podcast, like, episode description. But, um... Yeah, so we can, we can go ahead with the... Who did you pick? Because we did have this thing... You want to go first? Where we're each picking... I could go first. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we were looking at Canadian... Historic. Um, black right. Canadian historic... Um, historical black Canadians that you should know. That's okay. what that's what we're looking at. So I had picked um, Marie-Joseph Angelique. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of her name before. You know what? I don't... I never heard her name. I remember hearing her name um, in maybe it was high school. I don't remember this. Unless I just like, honestly, I suck at school. So unless I just like didn't pay Pay attention. attention. (laughs) I also hated history class in general. So like, yeah. But so Marie 
was a slave who was accused and convicted of starting a fire that destroyed 46 buildings in Montreal in 1734. Wow. Although Angelique only confessed to the crime under torture and the evidence against her was circumstantial. Torture. 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 They tortured her to talk. 1734. 1734. She was hanged. In Montreal. On June 21st. I didn't even know they hung people back then. What do you mean? It's called lynching. No, I know, but, like, did they hang people for crimes? Like, America, like, well, like, the death penalty? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, God. In the like, I had no idea we ever had a death penalty like that. Or was it just for black people? No, no, no. Canada had the death penalty. We did? Yeah. But you see what I mean? I have Everything no idea. Everything America does, Canada does, and then is like, wait, this is fucked up. We're we not going to do, do this, this anymore. anymore. Okay. But see, it's I already too know. late. You've already fucking fucked up so many times. I didn't know that about Canada. I never knew we had a death See, penalty. See, look at you. You don't even... You learn something new every day. Right. But also, we like I said, I hate penalty. history. <laughs> so, like, I hated history. I never really paid attention to it. Um, but, so, she was wrongfully accused. Just for reference. The death penalty was abolished in Canada in 1976. Wow. 1976. Three years after. No. She was murdered. 70... Oh, 1734. Oh, I thought you said 37. Whoa. 1976. Holy shit. There's too many numbers for your brain yeah. right now. <laughs> also, I was just, I looked her up again. So I was just looking at the year that she was born was 1710. Um, but so funny enough, her name, Marie Joseph Dite Angelique, uh-huh. was the name given by her last owners oh my God. to a Portuguese born black slave in New France. She was tried and convicted, yeah, of setting fire in her owner's home, in her own, owner's home, burning much of what is now referred to as Old Montreal. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes. But also, she was wrongfully accused. Yeah. So it's not necessarily her. Um, a lot but it's of, crazy that a lot of black people have previous slave owner names. Yeah, because but that's I'm saying the like it's that nuts that given. even still to this day, if I if I Google her name. This story still comes up yeah. where it's been proven, I believe, that she didn't do those fires. So, like, why is this story still attached to her name? What do you mean? It's her history. It is her history, but it's like, it doesn't say it was later corrected. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, I understand. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't say, say that, that she, she was wrongfully. Yeah, I understand. Um, and then it's like cause of death hanging. How about you guys hung her? Like, she didn't hang herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I have a weird information <laughs> thing. The history of the word lynching. Have you heard of it? Do you know what? Do you know where lynching comes from? I believe I have. I'm just googling it quickly so I don't fuck it up because I remember. I remember what I was told in this educational video that I watched. <laughs> but I don't want to fuck up the information, so I'm just pulling it up. So, there was a man named... What the fuck was his name? Hold on. I found it. So, there were these two men from Virginia in the 1780s who coined the term lynching because their names were, well... Their last names, right? Their last name was yeah. Lynch. Uh-huh. Um, but the person who was more likely to have coined it was Charles Lynch, because there's two of them. There's Charles Lynch and William Lynch. Mm-hmm. They both lived and died in different times. Um, but William Lynch is... Uh, not, there's, hold on a second here. In 1782, Charles Lynch wrote that his assistant had administered Lynch's law to Tories. I don't know what Tories is. Loyalists, that's what they're called. For dealing with the N-word problem. That's oh, what they Jesus. It. Okay. Um, he 
was responsible for coming up with all of these different types of torture and the law called the lynch law which (sighs) was to hang lynching is an extrajudicial killing killing of a person by governmental authorities without the sanction of any judicial proceeding or legal process they often target political political trade union disascendant religious and social figures so basically that just means like it was like the death penalty without trial what the fuck? So they would just fucking kill Killing them people. because they wanted to. They would. They didn't need. A, they didn't need a reason. They didn't need a reason. Um, That's actually so fucked up. It became frequent in the South during the period after the Reconstruction era. Um, as well as in Brazil, Guatemala, and South Africa. Did you know that? Wow, I did not. Interesting. But yeah, this man alone was the reason the the like he's coined the term lynching. Fucking crazy. That's nuts. That's actually nuts. That was a random little fact that I Jeez. wanted to say. But my <sighs> historical Canadian, black Canadian today is going to be Oh no, where did they go? <laughs> Hold on a second here. Lincoln Alexander. He was a lawyer and member of parliament, cabinet minister, and war veteran. Mm. But he's per- perhaps best known as the former lieutenant governor of Ontario. Oh, wow. Alexander was the first person from a visible minority to take on the role and the first black member of parliament in Canadian history. What year was this? I don't know. Hold on. Following his tenure as a lieutenant governor, Alexander served as a chancellor of the University of Guelph for 16 years. Wow. In 2006, he was named the greatest Hamiltonian of all time by readers of the Hamilton Spectator. Alexander died October 19th, 2012. He was 90. Super honorable man. Yeah. And, like... Are you kidding? What? That's so awesome. Like, he's a fucking genius. Yeah. Did I ever hear his name before? No. No. He was a Canadian lawyer who became the first black member of parliament in the House of Commons. That's it. That's what I'm saying. He was lieutenant governor of Ontario from 1985 to 1991. Like, and I don't even recall his name, but I'm sure some people do because that was fairly recent. That wasn't like that wasn't too long ago in the 1700s. True, but I I I'm bad with Parliament history. Me too. I don't really. I'm sure people read up on that, but I just thought that was very interesting. Yeah, of course. Like even in school, I don't really recall that name, but again. We'll be highlighting, yeah, important people in Canadian history are people that have made an impact, <laughs> right? Right. Yep. Um, yep. And there's so much, there's so much out there, and there's so much pain out there. There's so much fucking trauma. There's a lot of healing that needs to be done. Uh-huh. I mean, we've said this before, right? Like, there's just so much that could, needs to be done, and will have to be done and and everyone needs to do it yeah i agree everyone i agree um but then let's fast forward to today's day and age (laughs) yes um we love supporting our friends our people our people's people of course like we're here to i literally love supporting my friends yeah like if there's ever an opportunity for one of my friends in whatever trade they're in or whatever business they're doing or whatever it is, mm-hmm. oh, you should look at my friends or you should look... Like, I'll, I'll be yeah, quick to refer, do that. you refer. I'll be quick to show... Me too. Send profiles. Mm-hmm. Do all that shit because, bro, help... I'm the same Help way. your people. 100%. Like, I'm the same way. So we wanted to highlight some black-owned businesses of, like, people that we know 
Um, and some black fitness professionals for me because, like, that's my niche and my area. Uh-huh. Um, and just some, like, you know, these people are, like, just creatives, right? And without black creatives, there's so much in the world we wouldn't have today. Oh, we wouldn't right? have anything. So, like, Literally everything. all types of genres of music we wouldn't have. I know. Literally. Everything has Even come EDM. from that culture. I know. Everything has come from their culture. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm just thankful. I'm grateful for all of it. I'm grateful for the art that we have, the music we have, the food we have. Like, there's so much. Everything. There's so much in Canadian culture, even American culture, that we have taken. Of course, from America. From, you know, black culture, people of color. Yep. So, there are some, there are some, um, black-owned businesses that, uh, we would like to shout out. So, I'm going to go ahead and start with um, Elephant Aura. Okay. She is my sister. She's my babe. She's my boo. I love her so much. And she makes... She's awesome. She makes beautiful crystal jewelry, guys. Like crystal as in like spiritual crystals, like, you know, amethyst and all this stuff. She has crystal sales all the time on her Instagram. Um... She is super spiritual, super woke. So, I'm so, so, so appreciative of her friendship. And even of just knowing her. Even the person who even put me in contact with her, I'm (laughs) so thankful for. So, her her Instagram is, I'm pretty sure it's just Elephant Aura. But let me double check that I have that spelling correctly. We will also put it in the... Yeah. In our so Instagram it is just like caption. the word elephant and then a u r a aura all in one. So elephant aura, uh, check her out, guys. Check out her jewelry, her crystal beautiful sales jewelry. It's beautiful. I have so much handmade too. Yeah, handmade. All everything's handmade. handmade. I have so much of her jewelry. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I have. I've bought so many crystals. I think almost from all her. your crystal jewelry bought, is from her. Bought. I bought so many crystals from her. Like even crystals to meditate with or just to have around oh, my yeah, house. Yeah. I I've bought from her. Um, but she is super creative, and again, I'm so thankful for her. Her name is Tiana, um, so shout out to you, babe. Thank you Facts. for all that you do. Facts. Um, a couple others here, like black-owned businesses, uh, Spread Love Clothing. Yeah, man. Amazing story, amazing, um, just like what he's going for, everything he's built around Spread Love Clothing, unreal. Um, helps you know throughout Toronto he's Aww. also a teacher and he's oh, just like beautiful. so amazing with kids like I've seen like his stories on Instagram so yeah spread love clothing guys that is unreal um, really good quality clothing also and I'm sure a lot of people in Toronto have already heard of him of that brand uh. but a uh, really really cool really really cool brand oh, nice. yeah uh, then we're gonna go into forever visuals yeah, man. So, are you telling them all right now? Just if, yeah, the I'm ones not gonna have anything down. to say. You can say yours. <laughs> no, it's fine. You say the next one then, and then I'll go into the fitness What's people. The next one. Um. So anyway, Forever Visuals is a media company. They do music videos, uh, photography, videography, all kinds of, um, all kinds of marketing, media stuff, graphic design, all that stuff. The IG is f- the number four ever visuals with a double s at the end um go hit that follow don't button. fucking hit that follow button let's go help bitch. some black owned businesses um i will go into the fitness people after but go ahead oh, you can continue <laughs> um okay so just a couple of fitness people here um and one of my girls actually i'm gonna shout her out big time right now because and we we are we are going to have her on the show soon or on the podcast soon, but uh, she has she has really opened up my world spiritually. She's the definition of like manifestation. She lives it. Aww. She breathes it. That is that is how she moves. She's so intuitive. She's very in tune with her with her body and her and her energy. Um, so she is my girl. Her name is Alethea. And um, she actually has a um, a little shop on Instagram. It's called Lightroom, and that's L I nine H T 
R-O-O-M, that's her IG, um, where it's just like really amazing and cute stuff for women. Um, her whole thing is based around like female empowerment. Um, hold on, I have it here. Yeah, so it's all about just like self-care and she really wants like the women, yeah. women loving themselves yes. is her is her big vision, That's right? So it's all about like, you know, pampering, caring, self-love, all this Take stuff. Yourself. So that is my girl Excuse and me. you guys will experience, yeah, that was rude. You guys Sorry. will experience her energy at some point. Aw, I can't wait but to have her. I know. You'll experience her energy at some point. Um, a couple other here. So um, my boy Ryan, personal trainer, artist, you know, a mixture of things. Um, his, his clothing brand and his uh, fitness brand are all... Just his whole slogan or his whole logo, all of it is just, like, it's amazing. Since the moment I met him and he told me about it, like, I loved it. Um, so his fitness page is OTWT Fitness. And OTWT is literally only time will tell. Oh, that's nice. So it's a really, he has a really cute I actually didn't know what that backstory <laughs> for, for his stuff, too. And his clothing line is OTWT Forever Collection. Really cute clothes. Yeah. Um even gym bags, masks, all the stuff. Like I think we we had a couple masks from him. Like we oh, yeah, purchased. Oh yeah, I still have mine. Yeah, I have a few hoodies from him. So like, amazing person. Someone else we should definitely support. And Ryan, if you hear this, all love for you, my guy. And it was his birthday recently. Happy so, birthday! So happy birthday again. Even though I said happy birthday. Um, and then the last person I'll shout out here, just another quick fitness person. Um, his name is Lashawn Will. Oh, hey, buddy. His, yeah, his IG is L-E-S-E-A-N-W-I-L-L. So he's another personal trainer. Um, hit that follow. Hit that follow button. You know, go give, support. Give give some personal trainers <laughs> some love. Some love right now. They really now fucking through COVID. need it. Um, they're, they're all struggling. Yeah, so... Um, you know, um, so these are just people that I've, you know, been watching or have been in contact with at some point or whatever it is. So it's like, these are people, like, I'm not going to support people I don't believe in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Right? So it's like, these mm-hmm. are people who are, are passionate and who live About and breathe that. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are the people that I wanted to kind of shout out on this episode. Yeah, man. Okay. Um, I have a couple. Okay. Cause, Go ahead. Yeah. Um, first I want to shout out my girls. This is more, this is more like an entertainment thing. They have, they just kind of started their YouTube channel. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to say mid 2020 and they're fucking awesome. It's peach and LB baby. Get with the (laughs) shit. What do you mean? Go fucking subscribe on YouTube to peach and LB. They are two sisters just like us. Funny thing is they're both the same signs as us and they're almost the same age gap and ages as us which is so funny because i literally watch their videos and i'm like yeah this is me and my sister (laughs) like literally this is me and my sister it's actually really funny so their um youtube page is called peach and symbol lb capital lb and they kind of have like cute little like um videos like about interesting topics that they talk about zodiac signs all the fun things social media and relationships all these fun things and like they have little cute little music playlists that they party with you via youtube like you you need this (laughs) that's so cute yeah um and i highly suggest you guys go and fucking subscribe and watch all their videos and enjoy them because you will enjoy them and run up those views run that shit up like for reals and they even do cute little DIUs like fucking hair masks and it's so awesome like they're actually hilarious and they play funny games pure entertainment two beautiful black young women who literally have amazing skin they're both fucking beautiful (laughs) yeah god bless love you guys went to high school with them like it's just it's so amazing to see people you you've kind of like grew up with well not grew up with because like high school is different but like associated with you know like i fucking played with basketball with both the sisters and volleyball (laughs) i was like on sports teams with both of them because Mm -hmm. lb is a year younger and peach is 
about a year and a half older, I think. Than you? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we we were in high school at the same time. Like, they they were on the same teams for sports, I think. Like, how cool is that? that I wish we cool. could have been in school together and, I like, know. played our sports together. That would have been cool. That's sick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, I love these girls. You guys got to go subscribe. Um, another great uh, little thing I found recently. I don't know much about it, but I do know a little bit. It's called simplyharmonyxo.ca. So she is a... I've heard of this. You've heard of her? Mm-hmm. She has a website that basically she she kind of does anything and everything that she loves. <laughs> and she yeah. offers, offers her services because she obviously does what she does well. So, for example, like um, about her a little bit is... Um, She's built her career on trying to help women learn how to shop smart without breaking the bank. Okay. Most of the time, they have all this... She does her best to help style. She does styling. Um, she's like... What's the word? Uh, well-rounded. Okay. In, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, out of styling, like, she's built her whole website on all these services that she can offer to you which include aesthetics skincare and health even social media marketing how uh social media marketing and um she offers also like she has a store on her website which i think is pretty cool where she can make custom neon signs um oh that is cool it's really fucking cool they have she has these adorable things called pic- picnics in the city. So what it does, like what she does, is they they give you at the price of whatever price it is, they set up um, this cute little like date for you with a chikuri spread and a bottle of wine or prosecco. Oh, um, so you cool. just pick a location and enjoy. It's basically a picnic. It's more of a summer thing. They set it all up for you. Like, they set up a little bench, blankets, pillows with food and wine or Prosecco, depending on what, what they pick, whatever. <laughs> right. And then you just pick an area. Oh, that's so right? cute. Right? And they yeah. set it up for you. Like, such a cute thing. She also makes these cute little, you know, you've seen, have you ever seen these teddy bears with the roses? Yeah. Those rose teddy bears? She makes those. Oh, that's so, so cool. So she makes those. She, um, she also collaborates with local um toronto like businesses so for example for valentine's day she's working with a flower flower shop yeah florist that's what they're called florist (laughs) a florist and also um a sweets and desserts uh chef and they sell she sells them on her website and what basically like that that's fucking awesome what do yeah. you mean like she's supporting supporting, helping supporting toronto. within yeah yeah supporting within and there's such cute things that you can get on this website they even have those really cool body candles oh that she even, is cool yeah she does so wow. much she really does so much um, like I highly suggest you guys check out her website. It's called simplyharmonyxo.ca. Um, lastly, I want to shout out our boy, designed by Z. Yes, gang he's gang. also affiliated he's a young with Forever Visuals. Yeah, which is um, which is my he's baby's young. my baby's media <laughs> company. But um, yes, go ahead, continue. He is a young entrepreneur, businessman, creative. Like, he's fucking so young and so talented. talented. Yeah. And he does work for a lot of big people. Like, yeah, he did like work he for the NBA. I think he did work for and... either Baby or Lil Baby. Like, he's done work for a lot of people. Yeah, so basically what he does is he makes um, artwork designs, either cover graphic art, designs, graphic yeah. design. I think he even does some website album stuff. Covers. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he does websites as well. Um, you can find him on Instagram. His Insta is designed by Z, Z-E-E. Follow that. Go look at what his amazing artwork. Mm-hmm. And fucking, if you ever need someone to create... Even logos. Logos. Or... Oh, it's designed by Z with three E's. Sorry. At the end. At yeah. the end. Um, 
dude, you guys don't even understand how talented this guy is. And he even has cool little packages coming, like, packaging for artists, like, packaging, packaging mock-ups, yeah. like, clothing, website design, cover art, cover art and track lists, mm-hmm. um, motion covers, cartoons slash logos, pack, um, I said that already. Yeah, so he does all of these graphic designs, mm-hmm. graphic art, and whatnot. He's fucking sick at it. He is. He's really good at go it. Go take a look. Go follow. Yeah. Um, he's doing pretty well f- for, like, his young self. Mm-hmm. And he has a website. It's designed by Z, Z-E-E dot com. Yeah. And, yeah, go and support our boy. Uh, that's all I have for today. <laughs> Me too. We're gonna we're gonna gather some more people. If you guys know anyone, hit us obviously up. hit us up. Let us know who you want to support, and we will even shout them out from you if you want, or yeah. anonymously. Um, no, we can definitely like say yeah. who you are. And I think in so the cool. coming episodes, we will be talking about black authors also. Authors and artists, artists local I, there's artists. There's a really good artist. I think I've talked about her before, Kara Walker, on one of our episodes. Yeah. I have a lot of my... Kara or Kara? Not a lot. I have a few friends who are amazing young artists, up and coming mm-hmm. and amazing, mm-hmm. and they deserve the light to be shined on. Yeah. Them. So stay so tuned for that. all of our recommendations, guys, for yeah. especially like novelists or like authors and artists and all these people we're shouting out. Um, they're all special people and they all have a special talent, a special skill. And they all have something to provide. Even if they in didn't. society. Motherfuckers, you better support. I'm yeah. just joking. <laughs> Even if they didn't. <laughs> but they do, and that's fucking awesome. And yeah. we, we want to support, you know... I want our Torontonian... <coughs> COVID. Sorry. Remember when people would cough and you say, SARS? Now it's COVID. Yep. Corona. 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 <laughs> Um, back to what I was saying. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I'm also going to be using, we're going to, for our intro and outro music, we're going to try and keep it to local artists. Local, um, or just black artists in general. I feel um, like we normally do anyway because we love their music. I mean, that's where all the good music is. I know. R&B, hip hop, that's our shit, so. R&B literally is my life. Yeah. But in the next episode, we're going to try and get local artists. Take a look at our Instagram episode, um, episode description uh, descriptions, um, because we will be having like little lists of like books, black owned businesses, black owned restaurants, black owned, like, like we did before, yeah. but new ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and we're also going to list all the places that we spoke of in this uh, episode description too. So, like, if you didn't places? catch it, what do you mean? The things we spoke of, like the, the businesses. Okay. Yeah. The businesses, the entrepreneurs, and all of them. Yeah. We're gonna list them on the Instagram so you guys can find them easy, nice and easy. They'll click away to support and to hit yeah. follow and to like and to share. And yeah. That's about it for today. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, y'all. You know, Black Lives Matter today and every day. Let's not forget. And let's keep being good humans in this world, guys, because I'm seeing some really fucked up shit on Twitter. So let's just be... Yeah, Twitter's a dark spot. Let's just be good humans, um, please. Yeah. Always vibrate higher, guys. Um, I was going to say something, but I totally forgot. Don't get offended. Bye. Bye. Hey, yo, we up? Let me know when that drop. Yeah, louder. Talk to me different. Let's come up together. Fuck your ex, nigga. If you fuck me better, let's go to Neiman's. Let's go to Lennox. Spend a whole check and run a play to get the next one. Let's create the vibe. Let's not take our time. Let's spray paint the Trump Towers letters. You and I. It's you and I. Tell it's suicide. Or tell the crap. Pull us over. Ain't no one around. Bang. We woke, shorty. Protesting party, I know you love nostalgia I got you Barney's, get it, my bitch with it Her bitch is with it, a snake is on the slippers If a snake ever get near me She tell me I got you, that's all for intuition She tell me I got you, I trust her intuition And I promise to God I follow her intuition So I tell her I got her with pride or intuition You need someone I can hide my fears with And if they got us on the run We could still chase our dreams Black money
my black money. Bonnie, talk to me. Ah, talk to you different. But never extra. She like the fact I get aggressive, but I'm not possessive. Bad, but she modest. Nah, staying honest. Black Bonnie Parker, black Bonnie Rotten. Cash at the stash, but she never snatch a quarter. Cause loyalty is everything and everything before. The world never loved me. These girls only lust. But you a woman that got the will to show me the trust. Bang, I'm woke, shorty. I'm growing and maturing. Of course, we not bang robbers. They hate us cause we color. Really should leave the city. Really would if you with it. Really could never get lost. I follow what you feeling, yeah. She tell me I got you, I got this intuition. And I tell her my body count ain't nobody been it. And I promise to God I follow her intuition. Graduated from Prada, now Bonnie got the wisdom. Be Black queen shit. I can hide my fears with And if they got us on the run, we could still chase our dreams. I just need someone. I can hide my fears Look, shot. I know we not felons, but I definitely see you as my best friend, confidant, and co-defendant. And for that, you deserve every word of this real life sentence. Forever my ride or die. Never hide. Love, Clyde. Till next time.